Whit Theobald, safety professional. You're talking about safety year in review, if you will, as we wind down 2019. Boy, we're winding down the decade as well. And uh, we're on to the next. So as we you, you know, wound down, if you will, 2019, talk to me about uh, the evolution in the past year of safety in the oil and gas industry. Sure, I'll speak directly to something that affected me and my profession this past year is uh, the DOT's new uh, ELD update. Uh, they've updated their 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 man hours for uh, their drive hours for for over the road, and uh, that's that's going to affect uh, long term drivers more than our our, our short haul drivers that uh, are going out picking up uh, picking up loads of oil and bringing them back to the, the pipeline stations or the refineries. But uh, there's also uh, the bigger part of the update is the electronic logging devices. That's something the uh, the drivers have been used to. But the companies were uh, were updating those. Uh, excuse me. They were certifying those logs at the end of the day. Uh, now the uh, the industry has said, you know what? Really, not the industry, but the uh, the regulars have said, you know what? Back when the drivers were doing their own paper logs, they were a little bit more. They were a little bit more honest, so they were better at them from the get-go. So uh, they've updated the softwares, and now the drivers are certifying their logs as of December 16th. Uh, It's been pretty hectic. We've seen uh, a lot of bugs in the software uh, even before uh, the date kicked off, and uh, companies will continue to see those going forward depending on their softwares, but uh, so far so good. Uh, it's been easy for the guys to pick up and looking forward to what else that brings and, and what else 2020 will bring. What is 2020 going to bring in terms of safety regulations? It seems like, you know, we're getting more educated as, as we go and the safety industry has really picked up. Yeah, that's a good question. And a good thought, Jason. I'm glad you asked it because uh, something I read uh, a few months back was OSHA is going to be focusing more on the proactive side of safety, something that uh, the oil and gas industry really set the bar on and sort of became the gold standard over the years, really decades, is uh, proactive safety is figuring out uh, these leading indicators that can tip us off to it what may happen, what could happen down the line. So uh, it looks like uh, the Trump uh, the Trump OSHA has uh, gotten on board with that. I know they kind of got off to a, a rocky start with some setbacks, uh, rubbed some people the wrong way, some misinformation came out, uh, all in my opinion there. But uh, it's uh, when a safety professional sees a regulator talking about uh, going forward and focusing on leading indicators, that's a new frontier as far as regulation is concerned. So good to see that what spectrum of safety do you encompass do you you know you mentioned trucking and so obviously think of on the road and etc but do you get into other areas of safety whether it be noise or air quality or certain types of uh, vibrational limits if you will what type of safety do you oversee yeah you hit the nail on the head on a few of those there uh I've, uh, I've got plenty of experience with uh, hearing conservation programs. Uh, we just went through uh, our second one for, for this group uh, that I'm coming from. Uh, I've done plenty of them in the past. So uh, we go out, we monitor noise. You can bring in an industrial hygienist to come out, uh, put some do- noise dosimeters on your employees, get an eight-hour average, a 10-hour average, 
And uh, if you meet the OSHA uh, permissible exposure limit, hey, you're at, you got to have a hearing protection or you got to have a hearing conservation program and wear the protection with the correct noise reduct, uh, reduction rating on there. Um, if you're at the, uh, the action level, then you have to have a hearing protection program and start uh, uh, using doing aud- uh, annual audiograms to test against their baselines. Uh, you mentioned vibrations. I thought that was a pretty good way to put that. It makes me think ergonomics. I came from a, uh, my previous employer. We were pretty heavy with ergonomics, so uh, been able to take that and, and uh, apply these different postures and positions to what uh, folks are exposed to in the oil and gas industry at different levels and see what that does to soft tissue comfort levels. Uh, as far as air monitoring, um, you know, it's good. I, I don't. I haven't been exposed to any of that since i was in college but you know i have been on plenty of jobs where we do have to have uh, h2s monitors for gas monitors to make sure that uh, we're not going to be exposed to any harmful gases and if we are those monitors alert us to get out of the area and all the employees know how to treat that equipment and, and how to respond to when that goes off we're on record here at the crude life saying that 2020 will be the most important year in the history of oil and gas, um, what are your thoughts on that? We were saying part, primarily because of the environment and uh, the rise of that, as well as, you know, there's some economic questions coming into next year that, you know, with layoffs already happening, et cetera, that there's, there's going to be some changes come next summer, the big cruise shift, if you will, the, the retirees. So there's just a lot going on in energy. So, I mean, you know, you can disagree or take your pick and pontificate because uh, no right or wrong answer on this. This is just pure speculation. But it sure seems like 2020 is going to be a heck of a year for energy. Yeah, uh, the, the shale boom, we're at the tail end of it, seems some people say. Uh uh, we're in the middle of, we're, we're, we're approaching the, uh, the the end of the election cycle. So uh, the other, the, the Democrats are are wanting to go pretty heavy with their regulation and, and, and bans, which just kind of blows my mind a little bit to hear. Um, it was neat to see Harold Hamm invite uh, Elizabeth Warren over over to uh, to sit down and, and hash out some of that, see what she could learn. Um, but it does seem pretty like a pretty big year um you brought up folks uh, retiring i know there's been some uh, some layoffs in that or, or some packages that go out say, here's an early retirement package companies are trying to get creative and how to approach this so uh should be interesting to see kind of wrapping up here what do you see for next year what are you going to focus on personally with uh, yourself inside the oil and gas industry it's probably time for me to sit down and take one of those tests uh uh, they've got, I'm eligible for the certified safety professional exam that makes you obviously a certified safety professional by the board certified safety professionals. Uh, there's a, there's some other great ones out there that have, that have kind of sparked my interest. Uh, I think it's through, uh, Louisiana State's university construction program developed, uh, COF and, uh, COSM. So you've got certified occupational safety specialist and certified occupational safety, uh, manager, uh, I'd like to expand my uh, my knowledge and continue my education a little bit and uh, test test some of these exams out. 